Have you got an idea for your own podcast just like this one? Well, join us at Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make your very own podcast. It gives you all the tools that you need in one place for free. You can record right from your phone, tablet, or computer. And with the creation tools Anchor gives you, it allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds top of the line. And they'll even do the distribution for you so it can be heard on outlets such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And then you can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership required. So what are you waiting for? As soon as you're done listening to this show, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it today. Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday Night Turmoil on Evolution Radio Network with your hosts, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. It's about to blow up wrestling fans. It's TNT.
Welcome to TNT Tuesday Night Turmoil, live on the Evolution Radio Network. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my co-host. The reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie, and I have no clue where Sean is off to at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if he's getting his kinky boots resold or what the hell he's doing right now. Getting oh, well, drilled and filled. Oh, so. All right, well, uh, yeah, I I had a little, uh, the, the computer decided to crap out on me right right as we're supposed to be going on air, so that's why there was a mm. bit of a delay for my end. Sorry. So, all right, all right, well, tonight we have titled this episode WTF WWE, and I think the mm-hmm. title is uh, Self- Self-explanatory after whatever that was on Sunday night, whatever that was last night, and uh, quite a good bit of what was on there tonight, we have to ask WTF WWE. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seriously. The, uh, I mean, I've seen, oh, you know, good. Katie, I've seen some <laughs> lackluster and some really stupid things over the years. I mean, you know, hey, who of can forget? Who can forget? Unfortunately, the gobbledygooker. Yeah, a gobbledygooker. No well, way. I hate to say it, but in this case, last Sunday night, last night, and tonight made the gobbledygooker look like a actually a great piece of wrestling history. Hmm. So um well I'll tell you what, we gotta we've gotta okay. definitely start we we're we we have got we've gotta start out with uh with uh Clash of Champions. So let's yeah, you know, so let's go ahead. Let's kind of let's kind of break that one down first because none of this happens without Clash of Champions on Sunday night. So, mm, nope. In fact, uh, oh. probably the the kickoff show was probably the best part of the entire evening. Okay. Um, then the, uh, in the kickoff show, uh, Drew Gulak retained the Cruiserweight Championship. Who knows how long the Cruiserweight Championship is actually going to, uh, remain in existence. Um, beating, uh, both Lindsay Dorado and Humberto Carrillo in a triple threat match, which was excellently well done. Um, then that was followed by AJ Styles defeating Cedric Alexander to, uh, retain the, uh, U.S. title. And after the match, Alexander being attacked by, uh, all three members of the, of the OC. And we are going to talk, and we're going to talk about Cedric Alexander too, because, uh, I just found out something, uh, earlier this afternoon regarding him. And, uh... That's it's not it's not going to be a nice thing for uh, the fans to hear about. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, so then going on, um, the yes, the the great long time team of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode defeated Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. And of course, we all know how that occurred, where Rob um, Strowman's charging into into Ziggler, who then proceeds to knock into Rollins, and then, of course, Rollins winds up getting pinned. And then after that, uh, Strowman goes to uh, Charlie Caruso says, yeah, he's been on a losing streak for a while, and I'm going to continue it. Then the heel Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yep. She oh, yeah. played dirty. Very, very and very and it was very sudden. Um, I at least I at least I thought it was a very sudden finish there where all where uh, Bailey untied the uh, um, bottom turnbuckle pad and then uh, uh, smacked Charlotte's head into it to uh, knock her loopy enough to go ahead and uh, retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. But it also led to a lot of great memes afterwards. Um, a lot of gifs going around on Twitter with with uh, Bailey being compared to uh, Forrest Gump and a few other famous uh, running scenes from the movie and that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh, run, Bailey, run! <laughs> run, Bailey, run! <laughs> That's no, that it's funny because I, I did that to my husband Darren when he was running for the bus, like the bus stop right across the street from our, our place, and he forgot something and had to run across the street. And I'm seeing the street cars and coming out in the front of the building. Run, boys! <laughs> run! <laughs> oh my Sorry, god! I, I love that movie. It's my favorite. That's 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 so wrong. That's so wrong. Um. And then, um, and then we get our uh, second title change of the night with uh, the revival defeating the uh, New Day's Biggie and Xavier Woods to win the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Um, yeah. Working, working a uh, working a uh, angle with the uh, Neon Woods to injure him to the point where he could not uh, defend himself. <clears throat> then mm-hmm. um, Alexa Bliss looking very much going going back to her uh, Harley Quinn look and her yeah, partner Nikki Cross. Yeah, she did. She did. A um, lot of a uh, lot of compliments on uh, social media about uh, about how good uh, the makeup job and every mm-hmm. and the hair was. For her, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, and they defeated uh, Fire and Desire, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, to retain the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, mm-hmm. Then Sasha Banks defeated Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch via disqualification, and that took a now that one the. 
call for the for the decision took an unusually long time on that one. I I was I was sitting there thinking, okay, wait a second. They now Becky Becky hits the hits the ref with the chair. They continue to brawl. They brawl out of the ring. They brawl up through the stands. They brawl out into the concourse. Then they go back. And it's not until about the time they get back to the ring area was when it was announced that uh, Becky had been disqualified. Mm hmm. Now, in, in the ring, uh, around the ring, up the stairs, down the stairs, across the <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. exactly. Across I mean, the section, you know, for Christ's sake, you know, like, and then back, back down the stairs is what it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, um, you know, it uh, it kind of it kind of reminded me of uh, um, ECW, only in a uh, larger, nicer building. Ooh. In terms of in terms of the fighting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Do the concession. Okay. Like it was right. everywhere. It was great. I thought it was great. It, yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was. Uh, Funny when um, when uh, Becky uh, squirted the mustard on Sasha's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, straight up her back. Um. Then uh, then from you know and and we'll and we'll talk and we'll talk about the uh, whole thing with uh, Becky um, hitting the hitting the referee with the with the chair because. Kevin Owens uh, trolled that one quite excellently, and like I say, we'll get we'll get into we'll get into that uh, in, in in a little bit here. Um, then uh, Kofi Kingston defeating uh, Randy Orton to retain the WWE title. Um, I thought overall good, you know, good match, decent match, nothing to necessarily write home about. And that. <clears throat> then, um, probably the uh, the shocker of the night um, when uh, Eric Rowan defeats uh, Roman Reigns with help from his bludgeon brother Luke Harper, mm-hmm. the man who we all thought would Out of not nowhere. ever come back. Yeah, thought he was done. Yeah, exactly. We all thought he was done. Exactly. I mean, the story, the story had been that uh, WWE was had uh, added a year to his contract to uh, account for uh, the injury time off in that, and all of a sudden, okay. boom, here he is. And then, uh, and then Seth, and then Seth Rollins. Um, successfully uh, retains the WWE Universal Championship only to be attacked right after the match on the ramp by the Fiend who hits him with a sister Abigail and then plays him out even farther with the mandible claw. So, okay, so that, so that goes from, from there into Raw. Into Raw we go. And 
so we're so so we get so we get the beginning of Raw and um we get uh, we get Seth Rollins coming out talking about um the match with Strowman and everything. Then the next thing you know we get Firefly Funhouse and here comes yeah. Ray Wyatt. Yeah. This getting all messed up, everything turned upside down and shit, fuck. Yes, which <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, which um, we're gonna talk about that in a minute because uh, everybody, because because of course, our original thoughts were, wait a second, okay, somebody's gonna be in trouble, somebody's getting fired over this. Um, <clears throat> so. Then, so then, uh, the next thing that happens, you get the revival, Rude and Ziggler out to vote, and Strowman had already, who was supposed to be off, had already threatened that somebody was going to get these hands, and the four of them <laughs> got those hands. <laughs> sure as hell did. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then oh, uh, the OC and then oh, the OC God. defeating uh, Cedric Alexander and the Raiders um, with uh, Alexander getting totally obliterated. And again, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that in a moment. Um, then we get the stupid King of the Ring tournament final. And which, in which, boring Snorbin. I can't defeat. Still go with ears. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Yeah. um, We'll we'll talk. We'll talk because um because uh, there's because there's gonna because there's some stuff um. About uh, um, about about him that uh, we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, then we have the gender reveal party, which is the next biggest WTF part of the uh, of the situation. Um, where we go where we go from that um where we go where we go from Maria revealing that it's a boy to claiming that Mike is not the father. Mike is not the father, Ricochet is the father. Right. Which then which then sends Mike into a into an absolute tizzy. He uh Challenges Ricochet to a fight, um, yeah, and that and that finally and that finally happens out in the ring, and uh, Ricochet defeats Canellis, and then Maria comes out and says, "No, he's not the father. The real yeah. father is." And then all of a sudden, you hear music that you have not heard in many many months, Rusev. 
Except, except Rusev does not look like Rusev. Rusev looks like a big Juan Cena. <laughs> the goatee is gone. Really? The the mustache yeah. the mustache is very thinned out. He's tanned up. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. I you know, he looks like he could have been on a riding lawnmower in the old Mexico gimmick. I'm sorry. I'm not trying. Oh, wow. I'm not trying to racist here, folks. But <laughs> it's but it's it's the fact. Rusev, a Bulgarian, looks like a Latino now. Mm. And and then he, who is and of course there and of course the uh, comments. Mentioned about the fact that uh, Rusev's wife Lana was not there, so no, you wonder where where you wonder where this is all going. Um, and then you sit there and you go, "Why is it going?" And so Rusev defeats Canellis. So Canellis, like uh, Dolph Ziggler a while back, was. Uh, over over the evening. Then you get the next stupid period. I'm sorry, but I am getting sick and tired of the 24/7 title. Oh my god, I love it. And I love I'm it. Get, and it's I'm hilarious. And, and I'm getting sick and tired of our truth because of it. You can stop. Leave our truth alone. They've done. They've done a lot of innovative things with this thing, man. Him, him and Camilla dressing up as. Uh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, but as commentators, as you know, and and last night, as crew. You know. Yeah, but then, funny. but then, and then you get, and then you, but then you get this stupid thing about yo, know, how big the basketball is, how big the players had to have been, so on and so forth. You know, it's it's it it's it's gone it's gone totally it's gone totally ridiculous. Then of course uh his honor Mayor Mayor Kane um takes truth out to the uh Tennessee Falls uh field and of course you know as Truth is walking backwards that he is going to bump into the centerpiece of the goalpost, which then leads to Jacobs pinning him and winning the 24-7 title. <laughs> John, boring. Give, you know, give me some, give me something, give me something new here, okay? I mean, no. Seriously, <laughs> this is, you know, it's it's got it's gotten I enjoy it's it. gotten big. God, it's gotten beyond ridiculous. Okay. Then you get uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, and Cesaro comes out, threatens threatens uh, Dominic, and so Rey has to, of course, trash him out. Uh, then from there, uh, you you get uh, you get uh, Sasha and Bailey defeating Nikki and Alexa. 
Well, actually, actually, Nikki, they had Alexa go out on supposedly a knee injury and that. Um, then, then, uh, you know, then the plank, Lacey Evans, defeats Dana Brooke. And then, in, and then, um, Rollins and Rude uh, winds up uh, going to a uh, no contest. Then all of a sudden the music hits and Kane comes out. And this time, this time he doesn't even he doesn't even bother to worry about the position of the wig showing off the back of his head and that. Um, Saves Seth, but then he winds up uh, at the end uh, getting taken out by by uh, Bray Wyatt. So, uh-huh. Okay. So, I, I, now, like when, I like when the Fiend comes down. I really do. Well, I mean the fiend the fiend is the fiend is a good character, especially if he's uh not overused and that. Mm-hmm. And that's my and that's my biggest fear is that uh they are gonna eventually overuse him and you know that's gonna be you know, and then it's gonna be the same old same old event. So Yeah. All right. So now let, we'll we'll get in we'll get into a couple of things here. Um, now that uh, now that uh, ah. situation after the uh, Rollins Wyatt segment where the graphics mm-hmm. were upside down, at, yeah, and just just um, and the and what happened at the end with the uh, with the Firefly uh, yeah. Funhouse theme. That was mm-hmm. all deliberate. That was all deliberate. Because <laughs> the fiend is then, taking over. Right. That was that was the, that was the whole concept behind it was that the fiend was taking over Raw. Mm-hmm. And and last night was, although I don't know who all wrote. Last night's Raw, whoever did deserves to get knocked out. <laughs> they deserve to wind up like that, like that uh, one new creative writer who uh, they caught a picture of him. He fell asleep at his desk on his first day on the job. Oh, God. Um, who fell asleep? Who was it that fell asleep? Brand new, brand new writer. That they just hired. Oh my. Okay, I thought I thought you. Mm-hmm. But the but the entire but the entire um, show last night was a hundred percent Paul Heyman, Vince, Kevin Dunn, Trips. None of them were there last night. Oh wow. Night. Shit. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah. Like I say, I don't know as far. I don't know as far as who did the writing in that. Um, whoever did should be fired. 
And then shot with uh, their own ball of shit. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then the Cedric Alexander thing. Well, apparently Vince has decided that it's time to bury Cedric Alexander. For some reason, he has gotten apparently tired of Alexander and has decided that he is going to bury him. So that is why he got he got trashed out both nights by AJ Styles. Uh-huh. So this is a this is entirely 100% Vince McMahon. Cool. So, well, I wouldn't say cool. I mean, my gosh. Seriously, that's, uh, that's, I mean, you know, taking a good, talented guy. I mean, you know, and unfortunately with uh, the fact that uh, they're, um, rolling the 205 guys into NXT, you know, that doesn't, that really doesn't mm-hmm. leave him a spot. So, you know, he's, he's stuck right now as long as he's got his contract. So that's, so then, so that's the, uh, so that's, you know, so that's the, that's the big thing. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, um, the quicker that uh, Alexander's contract uh, expires, and I will say this, um, he goes to Impact, where like Rich Swan, oh, he actually he actually would get treated with respect, and that's the better off. Maybe. I don't think I don't think he's got. I mean, I I, I, I don't think he's got the size for AEW, mm-hmm. even though AEW is using some lighter guys. Um, and of course, ROH doesn't uh, have lighter guys, so there's really no place for him there. There's uh, um. um. There's not, uh, there's not much, yeah. You know, there's, there's uh, really not much of a chance for him to uh, do anything over in, uh, in Japan either. And that. Okay. So back to the Rusev thing for half a second. My friend Ashley says that Rusev looks like an Oompa but all tanned up like that. Like, like a what? Oompa Loompa. <laughs> you know, you know, like. Car- like Camilla. Oh, I know, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I, I could, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the Oompa Loompa part. Oompa that kind of got me. Sorry. So, but um, so but now um, back to the back to uh, Kevin Owens and his uh and his trolling um. Of course, there were there, you know, there was there were some uh, thoughts that uh, Kevin Owens was going to uh, be headed to NXT because no, 
at one point uh, after after the firing, he had simply put on his Twitter fourteen twenty three twenty, which are the numeric positions of NXT. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he posts a picture from Disney World of somebody from the back saying, my daughter with her friend. And that okay. friend happened to be none other than Tommaso Ciampa. Cool. I love Tommaso and Ciampa. Yeah, and says. then also, Whose daughter and is then this? also, Owen. Whose daughter is this? Oh, okay. And cool. then, um, and then he th- proceeds to uh, put up on Twitter after, you know, uh, um, during during Clash on Sunday night, he goes, "So was Becky getting fired?" Why would, why would she, Becky be getting fired? Because because she attacked an official with a chair. Oh yeah, okay, all right, I get it now. Okay, I got it. Okay, get it, get it. I got okay, it. I'm there. there. I'm go. there. I'm there now. I'm, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So that was uh, that was the uh, that was the thing there. Um, so now of course. Now, of course, um, now, now Becky, of course, was supposedly hit with a fine, but she was only fined ten thousand dollars. Hers was an accident, as opposed to the hundred thousand that yeah. uh, that Owens was fined. So, um. All right, so now, um, okay, so now we have to, uh, so now we have to uh, get into uh, a little more, a little more serious stuff um, that okay. uh, that uh, happened over over the weekend um, over uh, over on the East Coast uh, at uh, WrestlePro, which involved somebody. That we have had as a guest on our on okay. our on our show. Okay. Um, so here's so here is here's the here's the thing. I'll go ahead and I'll uh, let me let me take on and find that. Okay, so so apparently what happened was that um, Saturday night. Um, Ooh, let me God, back, actually, back, actually, let me let me do this because I want to get I want to get all of this in chronological order because I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to mess up on any of this because. Because there's okay. a whole, there's a whole long, it's a, it's a whole big, big deal, and that. Um, so, but, okay. 
Get your poop in a group. What's going on? All right, yeah. Okay. So what so like I say this so this this occurred on uh on Saturday night. Um and what uh and apparently what happened um was that um Cass got Cass was apparently according to the report um behaving in an aggressive a, a quote unquote aggressive and erratic manner backstage at the show. Um wow. I didn't oh, have a chance it, to read it, so I'll let you go. It gets him. it gets even it gets even it gets even it gets even really heavier on this. Um shit. So um apparently during all of this um, Joey Janela, who was who was at the show, was slapped by Cass, and of course, uh, and of course, Janela was involved in that uh, incident at the uh, Blink One Eighty Two concert with uh, yeah with Enzo That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, and and then and then it goes and. And he then also um, now he's he's also apparently he uh, he threatened to shoot not only the talent but himself. Oh my God! Yeah, he then also according to the uh, um, according to the reports he spit in the face of Pat Buck. Who, of course, was uh, um, the head of uh, Jersey All Pro Wrestling, whom we've had on our who we've had on our show a few times, and that, and <clears throat> apparently, Buck punched Cass, laid him out. Oh. Who punched up Cass? Pat Buck. Pat Buck. Okay, sorry, I heard you wrong. Okay. 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 Sounded like he's and then and then and then the, and then the police were called, um, and he was uh, he was uh, taken to a uh, to a local hospital, and apparently he wow. ha- he actually he actually has no real recollection of. Of the of the incident itself, he doesn't remember but, it. Um, yep, I mean now you know now remember um, oh, not that not that not that many months back, um, and he and he talked and he talked about this on a video that he did for uh, DDP. Um, he had had that uh, he had had that seizure at a House of Hardcore event. Mm-hmm. Because he literally had not slept in like uh, three full days. Oh man! And now, um, and he's and he and he has admittedly he's uh, he's been uh, dealing with uh, with depression. He admitted that um, yeah, self-medicated. 
all of that. So um, he issued this. He issued this through um, Enzo's social media. Um, to my fans and all concerned, I have been very honest with my past struggles, and it has been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me, and I ruined an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. I have worked incredibly hard to get where I am, and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression. But I will work my absolute hardest to right the wrongs of Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janela, the entire WrestlePro locker room, and all parties involved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from my family and friends as we speak, and we'll be getting professional help in the near future and ask all to please respect my privacy in the meantime. When and if I reemerge as a public figure, it will be in good faith, and I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental health issues I do to seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury can do it, so can I. Remember, I ain't dead yet, and neither are you. Peace and love, William Patrick Morrissey the Third. Mm. So that's well. I hope he cleans that up. Yeah. So that's you know. So that's I mean, that's a that's a big that's a big thing right there. Um, you know, a lot a lot of this you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, Katie, you you you've admitted on here that uh, you've gone through your um, situations in the past. Um, oh yeah, we've had we've I had we've had uh, yeah. right. We've done a couple of mental health pieces here. Yes, we have. Right, we've had we've had other we've had other um, wrestlers on here who have oh, talked about uh, about their own personal issues and that and you know and so folks honestly okay this is not something to mess around with um i hate to get on the soapbox i don't don't know uh, like i don't i don't know i don't know what the statistics are like in america but here in canada um 70 70 to 80 percent of the people who commit suicide due to depression or otherwise are men Hmm. Yep, men. Just the same. Wow. <clears throat> that's the that's and that's and that's and that's big uh, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that is that's a that's a big deal. You know, but you know, and I you know, and that's and that's and that's the thing, and I think probably it's one of the most overlooked points of it all is the fact that it does affect men as well and probably in larger numbers but men are the ones who are told to you know hide it don't you know don't let your don't let your feelings show stop being a girl right push it down we don't want to hear about it nobody cares about it right Right, which is why a lot of times, you know, that's why that's why a lot that's why a lot of guys wind up having 
heart attacks, and strokes because of the stress of holding stuff in and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, and, and men and women, okay, both, let's, you know, let's, let's not, let's not play, let's not play favorites here on this, all right? Um, you know, if you're, if you're having, if you're having issues, if you are having issues, make calls, make calls, get, get the help, get the help that you, that you need. Okay. Um, you know, it's, Thing that um, that you know, needs it needs to be it needs to be said it needs to be said before mm-hmm. you know anything else. So, all right, let's let's lighten this up. Let's lighten this up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, lighten it up a bit. Okay. Um, Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, two contenders for the to be crowned the inaugural AEW um, women's champion in just a couple of weeks. And believe me, there were a lot of people on Twitter, especially Monday night, going, "How soon does AEW start?" I can't take I can't take this BF. So, um, so anyway, so, um, so Nyla Rose was, uh, at the gym and she, and apparently this guy across the parking lot spotted her liked what he saw and decided to hit on her. Okay. And her reaction was... And she posted this on Twitter. She posted this on Twitter. Okay, so, can't call him as obnoxious, among other things. Agreed? Agreed. But I think I've just gotten the best one. I'm in workout gear, and from across the parking lot, some gentleman caller shouts, Woo! Pop to Molly! I'm sweating! God! Baby. Oh my god. Have some class. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Yep. You see, to those, uh, you know, it don't, that usually happens to me from somebody as I'm walking and they'll be across the street pulling that shit. And honestly, I'll tell you straight up, I just throw my head back and laugh as loud as I can. A lot. Well, I mean, hey, yo, like, we sat, we sat there, and we oh, talked, and we talked about it with me. the, yeah, I yeah. mean, we talked, we talked about, we talked about it with some of the, with some of the female wrestlers, and that, you know, where they, where they talked about the, uh, you know, the uh, dinky winky pictures. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, we, I'll tell you straight up what we do with those. We, we use them like hockey trading cards. Hey, have you seen this one yet? Hey, have you got this one yet? Has this been sent to you yet? Did you buy this one yet? You know, whatever. You know, we show, we show them around. 
Yes, we do. And we make fun of you. So, yeah, your dick pics are all for naught because we don't care. We don't care. If we want to see your dick, uh. we'll say, hey, man, show me what you got. But until then, keep your dick pics to yourself. You know, it's, it's it's, yeah, it's I'll look at, I'm, looking at some, I'm looking at some of the responses on here, and uh, another former guest of ours, uh, Jamie Senegal. Ha 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 ha! Uh uh, he was tripping. <laughs> oh man, what an idiot! What an idiot! Uh, seriously, that that is that is just like absolutely hilarious. Somebody somebody says somebody says. You should have told him, you ain't ready for this overdose. <laughs> Uh-oh, man. She'd hurt you, honey. <laughs> oh. She'd lay a hurt. Oh, yeah. She'd lay a, she'd lay a hurting on you. You'd never forget. Yeah. Ever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. a whole God. lot of ladies. Her and Havoc. A whole lot of ladies. I like Havoc. I like, I like yeah. Nia Rose, too. But I really, and well, I'm listening to Nia Jack. Well, well, rumor yeah. is that uh, rumor is that uh, she's uh, slated to return soon. Um, soon? How because, soon? Because uh, I don't know, but let's put it this way: WWE um, just uh, recently filed a trademark application for Irresistible Force. Ooh, that's what she is. She is an Irresistible Force. So I love, I so love her. That, so that. So generally, that is yeah. They they don't apply for trademarks unless uh, unless some unless something is uh, going in to possibly works. be happening. Yeah. yeah. Unless they've thrown a log in the fire, they normally wouldn't do that. Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and now, and there, and another match has been announced. For um, for AEW's uh, TV premiere on uh, on uh, TNT. Oh. Um. Yeah. Cool. They have announced that MJF will be squaring mm-hmm. off against Brandon Cutler. So wow. right now the current Look. right now the current the current premiere the current um lineup for the for the premiere uh is that uh John Moxley will be making an appearance. Oh thank goodness. John Moxley for people who don't know who that is, Ambrose. Keep going. Yep. Yep. Um, Yay. Yeah, I so, saw a picture of him today in, in, in his brace. Yeah. yeah. Looks like Robocop. Yeah. Because yeah, he just recently uh, had uh, had surgery to, to uh, drain Mercer out of his elbow, which is why he was yeah. not at drain, all out. Oh, oh yeah, drain the Mercer out of his elbow. That's right, hit the infection. Okay, yep. I remember that yep. Mercer was <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Cody Rhodes uh, squares off against uh, Sammy Guevara. Okay. Um, the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, the Elite. We'll be facing AEW World Champion Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, most likely LAX or whatever they're going to call them over mm-hmm. there. Well, um, yeah. Well, they're still showing them on Impact. I saw them this weekend on 
on Impact. Yeah. Right. On Friday. Friday. Um, Saturday. Next. Saturday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. There, yeah. This. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. This coming week will will be. Uh, I think. I think the last uh, um, LAX match on Impact. Mm. And this is the one, yeah, it's the one where they're going to be uh, facing Rich Swan and uh, Willie Mack. Um, That's going to be course, a match to have. I I enjoy I enjoy Rich Swan and Willie Mack. I really do. I like them both. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Rich yeah, Swan. Great, Rich Swan's a character. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, Nyla Rose against uh, Rio to uh, crown the first ever AEW Women's Champion. So that that'll be that'll be an interesting one because, of course, it's a uh, you know a female uh, David versus Goliath type match with uh, you know. Nyla Rose being the monster just a little bit under uh, the size of Awesome Kong yeah. and and uh, Little Rio. Yeah. I think that, oh, yeah, yeah that, yeah. yeah, eventually when that does happen, I think that's going to, I think that was going to be a barn burner. And uh, oh. as we just announced, uh, MJF versus Brandon Cutler. So that is that is what is on tap for two weeks from tomorrow, folks. Two weeks from tomorrow, and um, and already there is also a uh, um, another uh, TV taping date and location. Um, November 20th, which is the week before they come to Chicago, or, well, technically Austin States, but still, um, they'll be in, uh, Indianapolis at, uh, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, Ooh. which, which is, uh, at, uh, at the, uh, Indiana State Fairgrounds. And tickets for that, uh, tickets for that, anybody that's uh, in, uh, in in Indiana, um, those go on sale um, Friday, this Friday at uh, noon Eastern, 11 Central. So, be, be, re- so be ready for that. So, all right, well, we have uh, hit up to around the top of the hour, so yeah, um, yeah. we're going to go ahead and uh, take a take a uh, couple minutes uh, break here. Uh, you can sit back, listen. If you if you're uh, listening in on by phone, refresh your calls. Yeah, and, I got to uh, refresh we'll be my back. call. Right, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, you are listening to. TNT on ERN. You make me vicious. Why should I make the pain my mistress? You can call me Miss Malicious. I'll dress you up in stitches. No, I cannot resist it. Yeah, my love is stuck in 
made some talk, showed some of the responses on this. Um, and there, and and some of this stuff uh, just really it's it's just amazing how nasty it is. Um, I mean, uh, one person, imagine imagine having Jim Cornette as the commentator for your wrestling promotion. NWA is on crack. Um, oh. Somebody else um, pointed, tagged uh, Billy Corrigan and said, sad to see you give that homophobic jerk-off Jim Cornette a job. So much for NWA. Um Another one, Jim Cornette fans are the worst part of the wrestling community. Why are they so obsessed with him? Hashtag F Jim Cornette. I know I am a fan of him. He's informative. He's funny. He's out there. He's rude. He's to the point. I don't like how cold he can be sometimes. I don't like what, what he did. Jordan Grace or a couple other female stars, but right. I understand the appeal. I get it. Right. You know, I, I enjoy thing, I, mean, I mean, Jim, hey, Jim, you know, I don't have to like let's, everything. And let's look at it this way. And let's, and let's look at it this way. Jim creates controversy. Okay? Yep. Jim, Jim has always created controversy. Oh, whether whether it be in his persona or whether it be in real life, oh, Jim Cornette. Let let's let's be let's be honest here, Katie. Jim mm-hmm. Cornette is a polar is a polarizing figure in our business. There's very really, much so. There, it, I'll agree. It seems it, yeah, it seems to be that there's no real halfway about about your feelings towards Jim Cornette. You either love the guy or you hate his guts. Okay. Exactly. There's no, you really can't sit on the fence where it comes to Jim Cornette. Like you said, you either like him or you don't like him. There's really no in between. There's not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. And, you know, under, understandable, understandable. <laughs> I mean, you know, bless you. Um, Thank you. You know, it it ha- it happens that way. Um, you know, I mean, there, you know, I mean, hey, there there are pe- there are people that feel that way about just about you know any any of the announcers. I mean, you know, hey, look at the look at the uh, look at the way uh, Corey Graves gets gets it. I mean, yeah. You know, oh yeah. I mean, they, they they eat his they eat his soul every week. Okay, they totally give it to him. You know. Yeah. Right. They do. Um, hey, there are there are people. There, I mean, Jim Ross. There are people. There are people who uh, who who do who do uh, you know who. Don't like Jim Ross. Um, you know, 
I mean, we've I mean, we've we've talked we've talked a little bit about the uh about the commentary uh team on AEW. I mean, uh thankfully it looks like uh Alex Marvez will not be in the commentary booth. Um now, Sean's got Sean's got some issues with Excalibur. I'm not sure mm. why I think Excalibur is a really, you know, has has turned into a very good commentator and that. Um and I think and I think he and Tony and uh, JR are going to do an excellent job. <clears throat> I agree. You know, I think I don't I I honestly I think the last wrestling announcer at least in my time that didn't have any negative response to to him is the late great dean of announcers Gordon Soley. Hmm. Everybody that I that I know of and that Loved Gordon, respected Gordon, thought he was one of the greatest things to play spread, which he was. Um, nobody, nobody that I'm that I know of has had a bad thing to say about him. So, so, but. Uh, but uh, Jim, but Jim Cornette, um, you know, he probably he probably causes more more controversy than um, than a lot of people in our industry, and that, and you know, and frankly, he doesn't care. He does Why not should care. He? Why right. should he? He's he's Jim fucking Cornette. With an itty bitty letter. Yep. <laughs> As our good friend Kenny Bolin has has oh, told us about many, many times in the yeah. past. Don't go on a road don't go for on a road trip with Jim Cornette. He'll be stopping every twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I still yeah. that phone call when when he when he called me after that after that <laughs> Memphis trip and mm-hmm. he was so mad I bet. at Jim for that. Oh my God, uh, Katie. Honestly, I mean, I mean, Kenny. Kenny likes to. Kenny likes to use some colorful language. Oh yeah, just like Jim. Does. But yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, honestly, honestly, They're I more think. Colorful. Yeah. I think. I think. I think Kenny used more swear words in a in a. 30-minute phone call to me than he has in two hours on our airway. That's how mad he was. Oh, That's yeah. Well, I can mad just hear it now. Fuck, 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 I can just hear it now. He's fuck, 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 Everybody knows that. So, yep. All right. So, um, now, of course, now there was a uh, there was another um, show that happened this weekend. Um, our uh, 
our good friend Hugo uh, Savinovich was uh, involved in this one. Triple oh. um, A in Beatty, New York, although uh, they had a little help. And because of that help, there was some controversy. And we'll go and we'll go and we'll go into that in a minute. Um, so now, of course, this show was supposed to originally take place in uh, in the big arena in Madison Square Garden, but with um, Vince uh, doing the two days worth of uh, um, TV in there and that, and then of course um, the guys having. Issues trying to get visas in because, of course, um, right now our our immigration department is being very, very slow on issuing visas, and that uh, there was a lot of guys that didn't wind up being able to make it. So, uh, so some impact guys filled in, and that. So. Um, <clears throat> In the uh, in the opening contest, uh, Mascarita Sagrada and uh, Chris Dickinson defeated the uh, team of Dave the Clown and Demas. And yes, that is his actual name, Dave the Clown. Cool. I don't like clowns. Um. Yeah. Um. So. Stephen King. Then, it's Stephen King's fault. It's Stephen King's fault. I don't like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. We blame yeah, yeah and, we blame and don't, and yeah, and but 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 when you know I watched the brand new it movie this weekend, so yeah, I can shut my hole. <laughs> well, there you, see, it's all hey, yeah, that's your fault. That's uh, your hey, fault. It's them killing the clown that I like. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, that's messed up. So, all right. Chuck. <laughs> um. So then, uh, so then the uh, second match was a Triple uh, A versus uh, Impact match. Uh, yeah, I watched which it. Had, which had uh, Josh Alexander from uh, the North, Michael Elkin, and uh, Sammy Callahan defeating the team of, get this, Bobby Apache, Murder oh. Clown, and Drago. <laughs> yep. And I looked at Darren and said, I don't like clowns. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then in a uh, number one contender match for the uh, AAA uh, Cruiserweight Championship, um, and, uh, th- and this is because apparently they are going to be uh, swapping the title because our friend Laredo Kid. Is going right. to be on an island shooting a reality show for the next three to four months. So, Neat. in a in a uh, so in a fatal four way, um, Daga, the um, boyfriend of Tessa Blanchard, defeated okay. Puma King, Lamita. And Aerostar. So. Cool. I love music. And then, and then, and then, the only title change, the only, in fact, the only title match, or no, well, 
Now, now it's not the only title match. It, it was the first title match, but the only title change on the entire card. Taya defeats Tessa Blanchard to in a hell of a match. Yes, to regain the Reina de Arenas championship. And so um, Taya is now a three-time Reina de Arenas champion. Give it a push. And and so um, and so then uh, the Triple uh, A uh, Tag Team Championships uh, were defended. Uh, the Lucha Brothers. Phoenix and uh, Pentagon Jr. defeated LAX, who, of course, are no longer Impact talent, but they are AAA talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, um, in his second match, former UFC fighter Kane Velasquez, um, Psycho Clown, and Brian Cage. Um, defeated Los, Mer- Los Mercenarios, uh, Tejano Jr., Reyes Scorpion, and Black Taurus. Now, here's the thing. Brian Cage was the odd man in this match. The original, the original scheduled third man on that side was supposed to be Killer Cross. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Killer Cross, who of course um several uh several months back asked for his release from Impact, which was not granted, even though they granted his girlfriend Charlie Bordeaux's um release. Well, he's in a bit of hot water. Okay. Um, okay. If you if you if you remember if you remember the um, Slammiversary pay per view. Yeah. Okay. When he when he was in the first blood match. All right. Yep. Yeah, I remember it. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. He refused to gig because. Apparently, um, Anthem does not have a solid health screening policy for their talent. Oh wow! So, so he he did so he uh, so he didn't yeah you know, like he doesn't know whether you know somebody else that uh, might have been bleeding in the ring before him might have had Hep C or worse. So Impact was forced to get fake blood for him to bite down on a capsule and have the blood oh, come out of his mouth. Oh wow, eh? And that's how and that's how they got the that's how they got the first blood to end that match. Well since then basically Basically, Impact has 
kept him uh, kept him shoved off in the back room somewhere. Wow. So, so the only okay. times that he's actually wrestling is when he's wrestling on a triple A card or on or on a uh, on an independent show somewhere. So since uh, since Impact came in and uh, basically helped bail out AAA on this thing, um, well, that was it. Uh, Cross was off the card. Shoot. Yeah, and then in the uh, and then in the uh, in the main event, um, uh, Doctor Wagner Jr. came came back and he defeated his nemesis Blue Demon Jr. Now this is you know uh, this, this was just a straight match um no uh no gimmicks in it and that so it you know um because of course obviously any of the gimmicks AAA is saving for over over in Mexico. Um, What are you beating up on? So, all right. So, let's go ahead and... What do we have next? Let's tear tear apart uh, SmackDown Live. Okay, and time to tear apart SmackDown. That, All right. Yeah, and and that uh, and uh, again, definitely a uh, tear apart. Um, I'm just yeah. So, opening match, which was the one thing that um was was announced besides the uh, coronation, was. A uh, six-man tag, um, New Day defeating the Revival and Randy Orton, and then immediately after that, all of a sudden, here comes music, here comes lights, here comes Brock Lesnar, and he officially challenges Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. For next Friday when SmackDown premieres on Fox. <clears throat> so, guys, Kofi's run was great, but let's admit it, Kofi's run is now over. Yeah, but we know, why, does it always, why does everybody's wonderful run always have to end with Brock Lesnar, Mr. Paper Champ? Thank you. Because oh. because Vince because Vince likes big guys. Vince there, was forced, of, like, big guys in the Vince company, was forced into Yeah, but he's got he's got a he's got especially uh big stiffy for, for Brock, obviously. Mm-hmm. Looks like his 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 genetic I, I, jackhammer goes his genetic jackhammer goes to full attention when Brock's in the room. Yuck. That's gross. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, 
He was basically forced into Kofi because the crowd was not going to have anything else at that time. I think I don't had. Could have been anybody. Oh, I, I do. I think I think had Kofi not won the WWE championship at WrestleMania. Yeah, a place would have had a conniption. Yeah, the ra- well the ratings yeah, and and the ratings for T V would have sunk even worse. So Alright. So then you get this weird backstage interview between Michael Cole and Eric Rowan where Eric Rowan tells him what his name is and that and that was just really weird <clears throat> then um, then my poor friend Ali gets um, torn apart by Shinsuke Nakamura, don't even have official match start. Nope. And then uh, you see, then suddenly you see Kevin Owens walking into the building, and then one of the refs uh, goes to goes to the office where Shane is at and says, "Hey." Um, there's somebody here to see you. Shane walks out and here's the guy in a suit and everything and says, you've been served. And he looks at the papers. We cut to commercial. Then the next thing, we get uh, Shane coming out while Kevin's sitting there with his, with his feet up on that uh, little stand, kind of acting like he's nodding off and then Shane goes and lets Kevin come in and that and then they jaw jack and Kevin pops out the big one saying hey you find me for attacking an official you attacked an official and so I've got I've got a good line for my lawsuit against you and then there's another little stipulation that you did not read in this that if I that when I win this lawsuit I get to say to you you're fired you're fired and yeah, he was he was yeah. kind of he was kind of channeling uh, Vince on that one. Oh yeah. So. <clears throat> then, <laughs> um. Then uh, Charlotte Flair um, beats uh, Sasha Banks by oh. uh, DQ when uh, when Bailey interferes just as uh, Charlotte's turning bridging up for the figure eight, which then led to Carmella coming out. So, no SmackDown Live fans, don't be prepared to see Becky. She's not coming anytime soon, if at all. (laughs) Then you get um, the coronation ceremony of 
King Snorbin. Oh, King Snorbin. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which uh, then leads, of course, to the obligatory um, tear apart of everything by Chad Gable. Um, I mean, you could tell, obviously, of course, the way that the uh, throne collapsed, that it was rigged up to do that. Um, yep. But uh, I'm, I'm betting Corbin will have a couple of legit bruises from that scepter. Cause, Good. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Gable whacked him really hard with that thing. Um, and then, of course, uh, oh, the... Uh, the robe was torn, and then the ultimate uh, indignation, he stomped on that cheap uh, dime store crown. So, um, <clears throat> then. I mean, I, under- I understand it's always a heel that takes the crown, but really, Corbin? Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, I mean, so even though even though there's no brand split, does that mean that because he's king, he's going to show up on either show? I mean, let's yeah, you know, let's get some clarification no, here on this. Okay. Um. All right, and then and then uh, and then going from there, uh, heavy machinery uh, beats the uh, B team, and. I don't. I don't know about you, but I'm not. I'm not so sure about this uh, gear change for Otis. I mean, he's out of the segment. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Just wearing a pair of trunks. I mean, you know. Yeah, put him back in the segment. I mean, I mean. I'm sorry. I love Otis to death. The guy, the guy is an amazing athlete. He's uh, humorous as all get out. But uh, but but seriously, um, he's he's got he's got big he's got bigger boobs than uh, a few women I've dated over the past. Mm. Oh, I don't know, man. My last girlfriend's boobs were a size J. They're not that quite big, quite that big. Yeah, he's got some big old titties. He's got some big old titties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, um, and then Daniel Bryan comes out uh, to talk about uh, Eric Rowan gets uh, waylaid by uh, Luke Harper, and and then Roman Reigns comes out and he gets laid out. So, um. I'm wait. I'm waiting to see. I'm. I. I don't know about you. I don't know about anybody of our any of our listeners here. I am seriously hoping that they bring back the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. I'm. I'm hoping but, so as well. I've been saying that to Darren when you know. Well, since since Rowan showed his face, I'm like, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Well, I mean, and uh, and in the commentary on Sunday night. Um, and even tonight, uh, Graves referred to mm-hmm. what happened as a bludgeoning. Yes, indeed so he did. You're right. That that might that might be a little hint that yes, they are going to they are going to uh, 
give them their uh, hammers and their and their uh, robes back, and I would be happy for that. I I love the the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. I yeah, thought too. I thought it was great. It uh, it show it showcased them off as you know just two rock solid behemoths that. Uh, all they did was uh, beat people up. Mm-hmm. Now, if, uh, now as long as uh, as long as Harper can uh, keep from uh, being getting injured, hey, then uh, this you know, I mean, you could you could give you could give them a uh, a run a run with the uh, a run with the title at some point again. Yeah, they were a formidable tag team, and they were hard to beat. Right, right. I mean, obviously, you know, as long as they stay over on SmackDown, then you won't get uh, won't get the other one. That would be that would be really nice to see, which would be which would be the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Viking Raiders. Ooh. Ooh. That would be that would be an awesome. Awesome match, just a wicked match. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. 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 Um, all right. Uh, con- contract news. Um, now Jeff Hardy is expected to uh, return in November. Uh, Who is? And Jeff Hardy. Okay, I thought that's what you said. Sorry. Cool. All right, and um. And the uh, and reports are going that uh, um, due to the injury, Jeff's contract has been extended for at least one more year. Now, um, now Matt's contract runs through March of next year, so we'll we'll see if we'll see if uh, if Matt renews. If so, um, what his what he he's going to do, whether he's going to make an in-ring return or whether he's just going to go ahead and um, stay backstage as an agent and that. Um, no. Now, yeah. Now. Um, Anything could happen. Right, right. Um, now, uh, more stuff uh, about the uh, – um, studio show that uh, WWE is going to be uh, putting on Fox Sports One. Um, now, according to reports, it's going to air weekly from uh, Fox Studios in LA with a panel of hosts, um, with the uh, lead host being Renee Young. Whether that means she's uh, leaving Raw or not, uh, or moving to SmackDown. We're not sure. There's been there's been a lot of there's been a lot of rumors floating around. Um, I love Renee. As to as to you know what she's gonna what she's gonna wind up uh, doing in that, and then uh, Kathy Kelly will uh, be will also be working on this, um, which means she's gonna split her time between Fox and NXT. Um, Fox has mm-hmm. apparently uh, reached out to a number of uh, WWE Hall of Famers to appear on the panel. Um, 
No title revealed yet, but WWE did recently apply to trademark WWE after the bell. So that might that might be your that might be your uh, title, or at least it's uh, it's your it's your working title. So. Um, Now, um, all right. So go. So uh, so uh, going on from from there. Um, in a uh, um, couple of couple of days ago, uh, New Japan had their um, destruction in uh, in uh, Beppu, uh, where they had a couple of their uh, young Lion Cup matches. Uh, so in in the first match, which was the Young Lion Cup match, Carl Fredericks defeated uh, Yota Suji. In the uh, second Young Lion match, uh, Shota Umino defeated uh, Alex Coughlin. Um, then in the uh, first regular match, um, Yuji Nagata, uh, Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, Yuyu Uemura, and Ren Narita defeated the team of Manabu Nakashini, uh, Toa Hanare, Clark Connors, and Michael Richards. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger, and uh, you know if he if he comes if he comes back uh, to the U.S. within the next month or so, wherever he's at, make sure you catch him because this is it. Um, end of the year, he's done. He's retired. Um, but uh, Liger uh, teaming up with uh, Sho and Yo to defeat Minoru Suzuki, uh, Yoshinobu Kanimuro, and uh, Duki. Um, Kenta, Bad Luck Palais, Yujiro Takahashi, El Fantasmo, and Taji Ishimori defeated uh, the team of uh, Koti Ibushi, Tomakai Hanma, Togi Makabe, Will Ospreay, and Robbie Eagle. Um, Sonata, Shingo Takaki, and Bushi defeated the team of uh, Kazukichi Okada, Hiroki Goto, and Rocky Romero. Um, Tetsuya Naito and Evil defeated uh, Jay White and Chase Owens. Um, the uh, Gorillas of Destiny defeated uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi to retain their IWGP World Tag Team Champions. And then, um, in the main event, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to become the Revolution Pro Wrestling British Heavyweight Champion. So that that will uh, that will probably be on uh, um, access in uh, in just a couple of weeks. Um, Now, um, Shane Taylor, um, Ring of Honor World Television Champion, uh, issued a following statement regarding his status with promotion following the news that ROH has agreed to terms on a contract buyout. Hmm. Um, Wow. 
And what this and what this says it says Shane Taylor Promotions is going to be a company dedicated to promoting and advertising the hottest professional wrestling talents in the world with the Ring of Honor Television Champion at the forefront. We're currently in contact with numerous wrestling companies in regards to partnership, one of which is Ring of Honor. While I'm incredibly humbled by the support over these past few days, Chain Taylor Promotions is about me, my legacy, my mark on this sport, and being the biggest star that I can possibly be. It's about highlighting my accomplishments and using my platform to its fullest capacity to make myself more than just a professional wrestler. Um, Ring of Honor took a chance on me when nobody else would. The talent they've done that for reads like a who's who list. Ring of Honor has the best wrestlers and the best competition in the world. They have a legacy and reputation that are unparalleled that's evident when you look at the stars and other major companies. Um, I don't believe Ring of Honor officials expected me to rise to the very top of the company and outgrow the expectations and platform they had for me. But now that I have, I need a company that's big enough and willing to facilitate what this star truly deserves. So it's because of that loyalty, that opportunity, and Ring of Honor's original belief in me that Ring of Honor will have the first opportunity to negotiate with Shane Taylor Promotions on a new deal that gives myself and others the platform, the opportunity needed, and the opportunities needed to shine. So... I uh, don't know if that's a that's a work or a shoot, but um, that is that is what it is. Um, now, uh, death before dishonor. Um, they have announced a uh, singles match for their pre-show before the um, pay-per-view next Friday night. Um, and that is going to be get ready get your get get a towel under your chin, Katie, because you're going to drool. Uh oh. When I tell Uh-oh. you. Okay. Okay, tell me. Jeff Cobb versus Brody oh. King. Mmm, Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yum 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 yummy Jeff Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, you don't understand. Darren will wake me up if there's a Cobb match, okay, because he watches it in the morning on Saturday morning, right? So he'll wake me up uh-huh. or he'll make sure I watch and be like, okay, it'll be like the first match in, it's a Cobb match, fourth match, third match, whatever, right? He'll make sure I mm-hmm. uh, I watch the Cobb match. <laughs> Cobb's looking good. Yep. Well, hey, so so there you go. There you go. A week from A week from Friday. Um, Jeff Cobb will be uh, will be on the on the pre-show for uh, Death Before Dishonor. Um, cool. So that uh, that will that will be that will be um, interesting. Um, and then we def- we've got to talk we got to about talk about something here for uh, the last few minutes that. Um, Kind of that came out uh, last week. Um, of course, uh, we know that uh, AEW and uh, AAA have a uh, have a working relationship. Um, the mm-hmm. uh, Lucha Brothers, of course, um, 
have defended the uh, AAA tag team titles on um, AEW events. Um, AEW talent was, of course, uh, at Triple uh, Mania and that. Um, so Vince is scared that he is going to lose the Latino audience. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because he's afraid that uh, they're all going to jump to watch an AEW because there will be AAA people on there. Hmm. So, so, at so, uh, so apparently, Vince is in negotiations with the other big wrestling promotion in Mexico. CMLL. Now they don't. Now they now there's no word as far as whether it would be a you know any talent um, exchange going on like they like they do with the NXT talent going over to evolve in that. Um, but there's also rumor that um, Vince wants to buy the CMLL library to put on the WWE network um, potentially on that uh, on that premium tier that uh, we talked about that uh, they're supposedly going to add to the network. So, yeah, you know, you, you know, they yeah they yeah they made jokes in the Hall of Fame about uh, AEW being a pissant company, but mm-hmm. if 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 it was if it was such a pissant company, why did WWE decide to program NXT opposite it? Mm-hmm. Why did WWE decide to premiere NXT on USA? This coming Wednesday night, two weeks before AEW's premiere on TNT. Oh, what? Why? Yo, why is yo? Why? Why is he? Why is he taking uh, everything uh, Chris Jericho off the network? Now, that that is that is the mark of somebody who says, "Yes, they are competition. Yes, they scare me." So, hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a war going on. Whether whether the fans want to admit it, whether either side wants to admit it. But there is definitely a war going on. And we'll see tomorrow night as far as um, how WWE programs NXT. Um, the one the one match that uh, they've announced, of course, is uh, the uh, North American title match, Velveteen Dream, um, defending against uh, Kyle O'Reilly of Undisputed Era. They have not, they've not, uh, you know, they didn't list any other matches 
and that. So um, we'll just have to we'll just have to see what uh, what comes out, and uh, uh, um, we'll uh, we'll try and talk about it next week. So. All right. Well, I think we oh, have wow. covered so everything. Yeah, I think we I think we pretty much covered it all. Mm. So So, um we're going to we're going to close a little bit differently tonight. Um of course okay. uh um the music world was uh shocked and saddened on Sunday with the uh passing of uh Rick Kosick of the uh, of cars. Now, of course, uh, in in the uh, have in they the given early, cause of death yet? Well, yes, he actually he was recovering. He was recovering from surgery, so apparently there was some complications yeah, that. from that. Plus, he uh, plus he had uh, coronary disease. Oh crap! Yeah, and he was only seventy five. But at the same oh, wow. time, you sit there and you think about this, and and this is and this is one of the things we don't, you know, we don't want to think about the fact that we're growing older. We also don't want to think about the fact that our heroes are growing older at the same time. I don't, I don't think of Rick Acostic as a seventy-five-year-old man. I, oh, I, I see this, I see this, you know. Thirty-some-year-old guy helping to helping to lead a band from from Boston that uh, was uh, at the forefront of what was uh, known as the uh, New Wave movement, and you know, with that, you, know, you you know you you just you just you know, you. you Picture your idols as they as they were then, not as they are now. You don't think you don't think about the fact that hey, you know, these people can have health problems. You don't think about the fact that a Mick Jagger mm-hmm. would would need to have heart valve surgery and things like that. But he did, and he's but still he rocking. Yeah, yeah, he's still going. He he's. He's he's he oh, yeah. still moves like he did when he was in his twenties mm-hmm. and thirties. You know, Just did a concert this, here this summer. Actually, they yeah. they did a concert here this summer. Big yeah. one, huge, huge but, concert. But yeah, but um, you know, so so for tonight we're going to go ahead and we're going to close up uh, with the first cut. From the first album, the mm-hmm. self-titled album, The Cars, Good Times Roll. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Thank you all very much, and Thanks for coming. goodbye for now. Good night.
please welcome electric recording artist from Boston, the Cars. 